Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. In studio with us, we have, of course, John Katsimatidis, and we have Ed Cox and Judge Weinberg and myself, Lydia Serrani. On the line with us right now is John Faso, a guy Ed Cox knows very well. You both spearheaded efforts uh, to raise a war chest to fight the uh, the map in court. It was unfair. You guys won. You made it fair. Uh, more than that, he wrote uh, op-ed pieces, Wall Street Journal, uh, Daily News. I got to tell you, he lined up all the all the editorial pages for, uh, against this radical gerrymander that the Democrats attempted to do. Stuff all the Republicans in four seats, and they would take the other 22. Well, it didn't work that way, did it, John? No, it didn't, Ed. Uh, Nice to be with you, and, and uh, great to be on with uh, with John and his co-host here tonight. Um, uh, I think uh, it really summed up. Really, there were a lot of winners in this. More importantly, there were the people of New York were winners because back in 14, 2014, uh, the people adopted a constitutional amendment that said they didn't want politicians to be able to rig these districts and gerrymander them so the politicians were picking their voters rather than the voters picking their politicians. And uh, what we wound up with, we fought this battle in court, uh, and we wound, wound up wound up with a, a resounding victory. And who would have ever guessed that because of what we did here in New York, and because we had good candidates, and because we had Lee Zeldin running a very strong campaign at the top of the ticket, um, we had we elected not four Republican congressmen in New York, but 11 out of 26. So uh, it was quite a shock to uh, the Democrats who thought they were going to be able to rig this political system with unfair districts. And look, I'm not one that's going to argue that only the Republicans have virtue in this regard. You can go to other states and you can see Republicans gerrymandering. You can see Democrats like in Illinois, how they gerrymandered their districts. But here in New York, we had the Constitution on our side because the people put it there back in 2014. And and that's why we won this case. Uh, so and I want to just thank Ed for all of his help and support and leadership in this, because uh, Ed was instrumental in in pulling together the, the resources and the the team that we had to fight this thing uh, uh, legally. It was one heck of a team, wasn't it, John? John, we needed every piece of it to make it work. John, it's Richard Weinberg. Again, I want to congratulate you on the work that you and Ed did in this regard. But one of the things that you had on your side is you had an independent New York Court of Appeals, the highest court in the state, who did the right thing by looking at the constitutional amendment and looking at the whole history of the conduct, and they voted the right they voted the right way. Unfortunately, because of political pressures, the chief judge was forced to resign. We now have Governor Hochul, who has a list of seven nominees, is about to push, be pushed by the progressives to make a progressive the chief judge of the state, which troubles me deeply, not only about redistricting, but about all kinds of decisions that the, uh, the far-left legislature is pushing. What do you say about that? Well, I think, uh, Judge Weinberg, it is, it is right to be concerned about it. And 
the the nominees that were put forth that the governor has within a certain period of time uh, to select among seven nominees that were put forth. And I don't know uh, the reputation of all seven, but I've been told by folks that do that generally speaking, most of these folks are pretty much in the mainstream of legal thinking. There may be some that uh, a couple that uh, may be more further to the left. Uh, You certainly probably don't have any real conservatives on there. But I think what what I'm hopeful for is that uh, the governor will pick someone who is uh, reasonable, who is moderate in their temperament, who understands uh, that we don't all think the same way in New York State, but most importantly, that our Constitution and our laws have to be interpreted by the courts and not the courts writing new laws or or imagining new principles in in our state constitution. And there is some concern that uh, these uh, if the the governor picks the wrong person, uh, that they might. Does the governor have to to pick one of those seven or she can go on her own? One of the seven. He has to pick one of those seven. Wow. Tell us about those seven. Have you seen the names? Yes, I have. And uh, um, any of them uh, honest and decent? Well, I think. I think actually in the main, I, I think that the reputations of all of them are pretty good. good. And, um, you know, so and I've also heard that, uh, you know, the commission didn't include uh, some people that would have really caused great concern to me and and Ed and very, uh, Judge Weinberg and others. So I think I'm hopeful. I have my fingers crossed. I'm, I'm someone who sees the glass half full, John, all the time. So I'm hopeful that the governor uh, makes a good choice here. But I think that um, uh, among the seven, we don't have any any really uh, uh, far left people on. But that, as Judge uh, on that we- as what Judge Weinberg was putting out there uh, was saying, there's tremendous political pressure applied here, such that the not too conservative county bar association objected to that kind of pressure on the commission of judicial nomination that. Pre- that vetted those 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 seven, and there's going to be the same pressure on Governor Hochul to protect uh, to uh, to uh, accommodate uh, their wishes. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's so, right. is it possible that this could get overturned the redistricting that you guys work so hard for? Uh, that is well, well. Go ahead, John. I mean, I, that's certainly a concern. Uh, uh, but at, at this stage, and the Democrats have tried. Uh, with litigation they brought after the Court of Appeals decision, they've tried to uh, overturn the case by being cute, saying, well, that, that those new districts were only in effect for 22, that we could have new districts in 24 for the rest of the decade if the independent commission now reconstitutes itself. I well, mean, doesn't that, that smell? I mean, it's I mean, it, 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 we went through this whole thing, and the only reason it went to the courts and the courts – voted because they were honest and they read the laws and they did the, the honest thing to do. Judge Weinberg, you agree? I agree. And then my opinion is they, they, they put the pressure. The Democrats were so upset, they put the pressure on who? Oh, John T. Fiore, the chief judge. The state. chief judge. They pushed her off the court. They pushed her off the court to get one of their own in there. John, you tell it like it is once again. That's what You know I what think. the Democrats are there? They're full of crap. There you go. Uh, no, I mean, you know, look, I, I want I want everybody to have an honest vote, and I want everybody 
you know, I want the American people to know, New Yorkers to know that one vote, one person. That's right. And, uh, and everybody wants honesty, and that's bottom line. The, the bottom line is we now have more competitive districts than any other major state. Uh, yeah, we had a good year. We had good candidates, so we got 11 seats this time. Well, let me tell you, those those elected well, members is, of Congress if, if have to work cook, hard. If they cook the books in Albany, they're going to be one-term Congress people. That's the problem. That, Wasn't one of the congressional seats like a part of Bronx and then this? Five, it was like five so, counties. Five counties. <laughs> five. Remember that? Oh, I remember yeah. it vividly. Five right. counties. We got to move on, guys. Uh, All right. Thank you, John Faso, and thank you. You and Ned Cox did a great job, and uh, uh, and let's hope it holds and there's no more uh, – uh, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Thank That's you it. for that word, Judge. You're That's welcome. Right. You can borrow it anytime. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. much. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.